You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $5 million Hyde Park Grand Prize or rolling in $4.5 million in cash. Yep, that sounds nice. HomeLottery.com.au SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, Soda. Oh, g'day, Beck. How are you going, all right? Just getting your laptop sorted over there, mate. I am, mate. I'm just uh, clearing the weekend's history. <laughs> got to make sure it's a work laptop. You've got to clear that cache, mate. Absolutely. You've got to make sure that uh, no one knows what's been happening over the weekend. What happened on your weekend, Rebecca? Oh, I just snuck in for the last day of the Royal Adelaide show on the glorious oh, sunny Sunday yesterday. You put up a lot of resistance throughout the week when I told you how much fun it was. Did you go on the drift Dodgem cars? I didn't. I saw them. I didn't do any oh. rides. Come on. <laughs> Did you, you had your kids with you? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't do any rides. But my favourite, yes. favourite part, which is I'm going to go to the Royal Adelaide show every year just for this, was the dog show. Oh, yes. I managed to catch... Best in show. Best in show. I caught, I caught one of the heats for Best Hound. All right. I was... I was transfixed by these people and how much they're obsessed with their dogs. We took a little pathway through last weekend when we went, and um, it's quite bizarre. And it's people, you know, people say that you start to dogs Look, turn into you. Yeah, that is very, very true. And their sort of moods are similar with their dogs. You know, the little aggressive <laughs> dogs have got little aggressive owners. I loved it. My favourite was this guy with this Afghan hound and he had a little brush in his pocket. So every time they'd stop after their run because the dog's long locks would be blowing in the wind, he'd stop down and brush the dog. Fantastic. They loved them so much. They're Mm. so proud. It's their whole lives. The people are actually like fluffers on a porn set, aren't they, really? (laughs) What a weird analogy. Well, it is. uh... You know, they're just attending to every knee. Sure. You know, I'm not aware of those. It's people. like get the get the dog ready, right? Get the dog ready for its big moment to jump over the jumps and run through the big barrels, yeah. right? Give it a little touch up. Come oh, on. Yeah, no, right. no, that that, that That's took what a turn. Anyway, every Royal Adelaide show from now, I'm just going to be in the bleachers watching Besting Show. It gave me so much joy. Did you get a show bag? Uh yeah, I got um, fruit chocks. Oh yeah, mm. and I got um, a South Australian goodie bag with lots of. Good South Australian oh, look brands. Look you doing your I thing. I know, I know. Anyway, my nose is running. Away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I say it's a big day? Uh, Fifty thousand dollar Alpha Bucks. Six thirty, seven thirty, eight thirty. Your final chance to get through to the big oh, day this week. This yeah. week, someone's going to win fifty thousand dollars. Are, are you attending to your nose while you're meant fever. to be working? <laughs> What do you want me to? It was literally running down my face. I had to wipe it for everyone. Oh, hey, do you know? Um, on the weekend, I spoke to a bloke. Speaking of running noses and things like that, and he went to the doctors and he said to the doctor, "Every time I sneeze, I have an orgasm." And the doctor said, "What are you taking for it?" And he said, "Black pepper." <laughs> That's how we start. And we're away. Yeah. Happy Monday. Yeah. Is it Father's Day? Because the jokes are going to get better. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh. Look at these trending topics. These celebrity stories are making news today. A new biography of Elon Musk is about to be released. A journalist has been following him for two years. Oh, wow. Um, And the biggest revelation so far is that he has had a third child with uh, his sort of on-again, off-again partner, musician Grimes. Right, doesn't he? Oh, is that her name's Grimes? Well, she was, yes. Is that all she's that's known what as? she goes. Her real, real name's Claire Boucher, but right. she goes by Grimes. Um, have any kids got weird names? They they do. Well, the, the later ones do. So he's kind of evolved. So he's got, had 11 children with what? three women, 
including two sets of twins and one set of triplets. All right. Yeah. That so runs in the real, family. So the latest child's name, the one that we've only just mm. learned about, its name is Technomechanicus. What? Technomechanicus. Sounds like it's one of the Transformers. And then, of course, remember the first child, we didn't know how to pronounce it. I still don't because it's X-A-E, you know, one of those symbols. And then another daughter called Exodark Sideral. But he hasn't always had such exotic taste in names. So um, his triplets are called Kai, Saxon and Damien. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that was the first wife, was it, when she was Damo! A... Oh, that's good. Damien. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So 11 kids. Yeah. Right. Um, if he split his money up now, each kid would get about $22 billion. Oh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> $22 billion each. Okay. Mm. That's not a bad inheritance from, from Papa. But yeah, 11 children, quite prolific old Elon Musk. I don't think that's a biography I need to read. No. He's ruined Twitter for me. Now it's X. Yeah. I don't even... Not, don't even care. Okay, now, Olivia Rodrigo has released her new album, Guts, and Swifties, Taylor Swift fans, have turned on her, speculating that her single, The Grudge, is a swipe at our Tay-Tay. <laughs> Geez, you burn me up and watch yeah. me. Um, how do we know it's about Taylor? Well, that's the thing. There's no public reports of a feud. In fact, the two have publicly supported each other. So I am going to say that people love to beat up fights between women and that, in fact, this could be about anyone and probably not about Tay-Tay. So what do they think it's about Tay-Tay? Because you have everything and you still want more and the fact they were friends. But she could and... be talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she could be talking about anyone. She's definitely not talking about me, even though I pretend to be friends with celebrities. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is not in my orbit. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret? Can you keep it? Beck and Soda Secrets of the Suburbs Untold Secrets Unbelievably True Only on SAFM Secret Share your juicy secret with us and you could win $5,000. And we have had so many confessions. It's been pretty amazing, hasn't it? I didn't know there were so many secrets kept here in Adelaide. And Lord Adelaide. Keep on coming. SAFM.com.au if you do have a secret. Right, this one, Beck, is about a moment as a young teenager when you do something thinking that it's pretty cool with your buddies, but it ends up following you for the rest of yeah. your life. Kids in the car, listen up. Cautionary tale, isn't it? Cautionary tale. All right, anonymous, tell us your story. So when I was about 17, 18, I went out with a group of friends from a nightclub. Um, At the time, we thought we were cool and we took a party drug. Um, Again, at the time, we didn't know what we were taking, but a couple weeks later, it came out that this specific batch of party drugs were actually laced with heroin. Oh, wow. How did you feel at the time? I honestly thought I was having a heart attack. It took about oh, five or so minutes to kick in. Um, and yeah, I got pretty scared. I thought I was going to die. Um, I remember turning to my friend and saying, like, you need to call an ambulance. Something's really wrong here. Um, and everyone just kind of freaked out. No one really knew what to do because they all had taken it as well. But none of them really got any of 
like those side effects that I was getting. So someone who was sober, I guess, came over and helped me and called the ambulance and, yeah, rushed me off to hospital. What a frightening experience. Yeah, it was very, very scary. Still scary to this day because it's something that I will live with for the rest of my life. Okay, so what's the secret? So you get to the hospital, but what, what, are, you, what are you keeping? What have you been holding back? They did some tests and whatnot, and we have like electrical currents or electrical stimulus in our heart that kind of shock our ventricles to pump blood around our bodies. And the heroin actually broke one of those electrical stimulus in my heart. So my heart would just pump really fast, but the blood wasn't really going anywhere. So I would get, um, it's called tachycardia and you, your heart just races really fast and it does feel like you're having a heart attack. I guess the secret is my dad, because I think it was about $10,000 that dad ended up spending because I had to have um, awake surgery on my heart and they had to put devices in me. I had to sleep with devices next to my bed. My dad doesn't know that it was caused by a very, very silly decision and one five-second decision that literally affected my whole life. He just thinks it's something that I was born with that only came out as I started to get older. Yeah, he doesn't know that his money was wasted on a stupid decision of mine. And what about the doctors? Did you come clean with them? I think it was about five years later after I'd had all the surgeries, all the investigations, I finally sat my cardiologist down and I, yeah, I told him and it was like he wanted to laugh, but didn't want to laugh because he was finally relieved that he knew what was actually going on. What do you think your dad would say if he knew the truth? Uh, <laughs> probably something I can't say on radio. Mm. Uh, he would definitely get very angry. He's very against all that sort of stuff. He would definitely get very angry, especially because he paid for a lot of my medical stuff and to know that it's something that I lied about and potentially could have just paid for myself. But like I said, a silly decision. Um, yeah, it would take a lot for us to get over it. Pretty strong message for anyone thinking of taking a, a party drug this weekend. Yes, definitely. I Now that I'm older and I have kids of my own, it makes me think. I definitely get scared, you know, that my kids one day will go out and do that sort of stuff because it's so open in the world today. But I guess the message is just know that you never truly know what you're taking and we're not doctors and we, we never truly know what it's going to do to us and it could affect you for the rest of your life. Well, Anonymous, thank you so much for being so open and honest and we wish you all the best with your health. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the Suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. Wow, what a story. I, I referred to it as a party drug. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think they're illicit drugs. At the well, they, the day, aren't they absolutely. They're not, a, they're no fun, not fun. Absolute illicit drugs. Do not go anywhere near them, as you can see there. Imagine that just travelling with you forever and just the guilt you would hold, particularly when your family come and you'd stop and put down everything, including $10,000 to look after your daughter. No doubt about that. Yeah, Mm. be careful. But thank you for sharing that that story, Anonymous. Very courageous. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just another mum fail Monday. Mum Fail Monday. So do you have three kids? You know what it's like 
With the first one, you invest everything. Yep, and a million photos of them. You've uh, got all their teeth that they've fallen out. You've got their first locks of hair. You've all of just it. got the lot. So I'm a big reader and advocate of reading. So when my first was born, I read to her morning and night. She had limitless amounts of books. She loves books. Second, and how did she enjoy essay life when you were reading all the pages? <laughs> did she really like it and get caught up in Vogue, it? Vogue, all of the good publishers. Wow. Uh, second child, a little bit less, but she has just turned into the biggest bookworm on her own oh, accord. Miller always has her head in a book, obsessed with reading. That's great. Along comes the third child, at mm. which point I'm just pretty much propping up a book in her pram and saying, read it yourself, you'll be right. Well, the funny thing is with third children, and we have a third one in Otis, is by then, there's hardly any photos that exist of them. <laughs> They're wearing hand-me-down clothes. Exactly. They're eating dirt. Doing their own thing, yeah. and they could not give Whatever. a rat's. They're just out enjoying their life. And it turns out, I think, that the chickens have come home to roost with me with my third, Frankie. Mm. So she, through her school, completes the Premier's Reading Challenge. Yes, Fantastic. Which is a great initiative and it mm-hmm. requires you to read 12 books yep. in a year and then you get a little medallion yes, and do. then you, you gather the medallions as the years go on. Mm-hmm. So I've been on her back to complete it. It's been stuck on the fridge and all year there's been just two books on it. Real? 12 books? That's one a month. Exactly. Come on. Come on, Frankie. Miller finishes hers in the first fortnight of the year, <laughs> hands it in. Get reading. So she was very proud. She hopped in the car last week and said, Mum, I did it. I finished oh. the Premier's Reading Challenge. I said, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. But I haven't seen you reading many books lately. So she's knocked off 10 books in a matter of a in couple a, of in days. In a couple of days. Good on her. Like, what a smart little kid. Mm, Frankie, what was the last book you put on the list? She's a bit sheepish and she says, Krug. <laughs> Now, Krug. Is that a children's book? Krug, I Googled, is yeah. reading age three plus. Oh, good on her. She's 12. So it's got she like, should be reading Hunger Games. She it's like five words a page. <laughs> yeah, really sure. How good is that? And I looked at the rest. She's got Spot the Dog, <laughs> oh. The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Harry McClary <laughs> from Donaldson's Dairy. How good is that? She's smart. That is really work from her. I didn't know whether to be proud or mortified. Oh, you you should be absolutely excited by her because she's creative and innovative. Do you remember um, when we were little, remember the MS Readathon? Yes, I did. And the certificate came with the the little hound dressed Mm -hmm. as Sherlock Mm -hmm. Holmes looking at his (laughs) uh, magnifying glass. Right. Well, I reckon the old MS Readathon, because the more books you read, the more money you drag out of your parents. Yeah, you had to get people to sponsor you like 20 cents a book or something. because no one else would sponsor you, Savvy. Just your parents at the end of the day, they go, here's 10 bucks. Give it to the school. I used to read the Mr. Men books. You did? Yeah. Mr. Messy, bang, tick, another one. No. There's some more money. Yep. Then I go, little Miss Chatterbox, bang, there's another <laughs> one. I'll tell you what, I reckon I read about 20 something books in one challenge. It was quite remarkable. When they just sport books, I feel we were reading the AFL record and writing it down. No, I wasn't reading Mr. Football. I was reading Mr. Topsy Turvy. There you go. Becky, you just told us about uh, having a very crafty kid, your youngest. <laughs> yes. I don't know whether she's not bright or super bright because she's finished the Premier's Reading Challenge by reading books that are way, way below her reading level, like for three-year-olds. It's okay. <laughs> I would say she's super intelligent because she's just worked out the shortcuts. She's and worked out the system. Why wouldn't you take them? Um, as crafty kids, now, uh, my mate Foggy, and you've met Foggy before. Yeah. He's an interesting cat. He's a character. He's been a scammer since we were little kids. Um, and when he used to try and get a bit of pocket money, you know what he used to do? He used to go to the flats and a few of the houses where we grew up, where there was more of a senior type generation mm-hmm. living there. 
And what he used to do was he'd go and knock on the doors and he'd target these people specifically who were probably a little older. And he'd say, hey, um, g'day, I, I noticed that uh, there's a lot of trees around your house and that. Would you like me to go and get and clear all your gutters? And they'd go, oh, that sounds lovely, Sonny. So what he'd do is he'd rock up with his ladder and some plastic bags. Anyway, he'd go up and he'd sit on the roof with his little transistor. This is, you know, when he was a little teenager. Yeah. And he'd sit on the roof for about half an hour. And then he, while he was up there, he'd blow a plastic bag up, like the big green rubbish yeah, bags that bag, you yeah. have for the, uh, for the garden. He'd blow them up and tie them and a couple of them. Then he'd bring them down and put them on the lawn. Then he'd go and knock on the door and go, right, those two bags are full of leaves. <gasps> and they'd go, thank you, love, and give him 10 bucks. And then he'd go that and he'd go and do 10 of them and pick up 100 bucks as a kid on a Saturday But Arvo. he didn't lift one leaf out of the <laughs> Not gutter. Not a leaf in any bag. They were full of hot air like him. No. Oh, that's, yes. yeah, that's what a, a naughty boy. <laughs> and he's the same guy that used to go and buy raffle tickets from the local news agent and then go and sell them to the same old ladies and say that uh, this is for the local Box Hill Scout group in Melbourne oh. and they'd buy the tickets no. and he'd just sell them and make some money on the side. That's, that's What a scammer. <laughs> to move in better circles, Soda. Mm. All right, so 13, 10, 60, we want to know your crafty kids, the ones that take the shortcuts or the easy way out. Perhaps, <laughs> is he very successful in life now? Absolutely. <laughs> he he actually works in Adelaide now. He's about three buildings down from oh. where we're sitting oh now. Oh, my God, it's not the Premier, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and he actually sits up very, very high running, one of the biggest organisations in the oh, country. Mate. Christy from Blakeview. Christy, uh, any crafty kids? Good morning. Oh, absolutely, yes. My stepson, he's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. He used uh, the chat, um, chat GPT, you know, AI, oh. to write his English assignment. Oh, that's very clever. Uh, what it was the clever. topic? <laughs> not sure what the topic was, but yeah. we just got a, a phone call from the school about um, an assignment that was uh, absolutely perfect. I mean, he, he's okay with his schoolwork, but he went from, you know, <laughs> a C to a perfect A, and it was, it was just, a, yeah, there was a few alarm bells, so we had a bit of a chat, and uh, it found out that's what he did. So I was disappointed, yet quite a little proud of him. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, a bit jealous, actually, because didn't have those resources back in my day. Yeah. Absolutely. Christy, no, I think you should take the latter one and just be very, very proud of him. That's yeah. clever. Mm. Yeah. He, creative. he needed to just sprinkle a few little spelling mistakes through to make it less obvious. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Beck, have you actually ever looked at some of those AI apps and things, what you can do? I have. I tried to get it to write jokes for me. Remember we went to the Riverland yeah. and I had to do a stand-up routine? Mm. I got it to write my jokes. But, you know, you can put in any information, right? Mm. You could be trying to write, I don't know, a legal document or you could be a trying to... A job application. Yeah, a job application. <laughs> and then you just fill in the information that you yeah, need, yeah. you know, that it asks for. Hit a button and then within moments, it's like it just goes and dictates like a three-page assignment. It's mm. phenomenal. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm old school. I like doing my own writing. I'm a nerd. All right, I'm Melissa in Christie's Beach. Uh, did you have a crafty kid? I did. Uh, my son, oh, I do actually, I've still got him. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing, I, did, I know, I know. He's going to be around for some time yet. Um, he actually, when his assignments were due, like if he was quite, if he was a bit shy of the word count, he would make up paragraphs of just whatever, just random words. And then he'd actually create the, the text in white so you couldn't actually see it. So at the bottom of the page when he submitted the assignment, the word count was accurate, but it was shy of you. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is That's so clever. Smart. That's amazing. At what sort of age, I know. Melissa, was he doing this? 
Uh, this was last year, so when he was uh, 17, 18, year 11 and year 12. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. Right, so... Yeah, he's at uni now, using his powers for good. <laughs> good on him. So I didn't realise that. So the actual word count clocks up, does it, on the bottom. So mm. you've got to hit that number. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. I love <laughs> and that. If you don't make it, just write the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. <laughs> Why don't you just put your finger down on a, yeah. on a letter and just go. Noah is on the line. Morning, Noah. <laughs> hey, are you a crafty kid? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, mate. How old are you, Noah? I'm 12. Good on you, buddy. Thanks so much for calling. All right, what did you do? So my mum works with a, a skincare company and I stole some of her products and sold them at school to some of the kids to earn money. Oh, how much do you make? Um, I made it like around a hundred dollars. Oh Noah, well done, well no, done. No, not well done. Oh yeah, Uncle actually no, Soda. Noah, Noah, not <laughs> well done. Um, hey Noah, what sort of stuff did you have? Any idea what you were flogging off to the kids at school, or was it just anything you couldn't? Um, I sold mostly lip balm. Good on you, mate. And and was it pretty easy Stop to sell? Good on you, mate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Easy. Any particular flavors that you liked? Um, probably the uh, honey and. Pineapple. <laughs> now, Noah, I'm, I guess because you're calling that mum has since found out. How did she take it? Um, she was laughing. Brilliant. And she said it's a bit for exposure for the, her business. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Last day of the Royal Adelaide show yesterday, as we just heard M say in the news, and mm-hmm. I popped along for a bit of a look. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you really? Did you take the kids? Yeah, I took two out of three. I couldn't get Miller's head out of her homework, but mm-hmm. I took the, the other two. That's interesting because you did say this the other day. As an adult, I don't need to go to the show. I think it's a what kid's do you mean? thing. Oh, yeah. There I didn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, you said I'm not going to the show. It's ridiculous. I told you I went last Sunday yeah. uh, on the opening weekend and we just did a military style, two hours, 15 minutes, uh, three rides, three show bags for each kid. Yeah. Um, some junk food and get out by 11.15. I said I wanted to do the same. I said I wanted to be like Uncle Soda. I think we did it in about three hours, which is not, not bad. bad. You actually ended up spending more time at the show than me. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. So I don't usually go through all the pavilions. I went to the mm. dog show, oh, yeah. um, but um, Grace, my eldest, was actually working on the 36's stall. So I went into okay. the pavilion with her. This is like the Jubilee. The Jubilee, which is where they sell a lot of stuff. There's a lot of samples oh, and a lot of products. Vacuum cleaners yes. or the uh, reclining bed that opens up or a water tank. I sit there and go, who's going to the show <laughs> to, buy to buy a bed or a water tank? But you know, a lot of people from the country, they're obviously with uh, showing their cattle yeah. and so forth. But who would actually buy a big ticket item at the show? Good anyway, idea. I see um, a whole bunch of chairs with people having neck massages, back massages. And I thought, I'm carrying a lot of show bags. I had about four heavy show bags. So I'm just going to mm. put a load down. And I had the, I put this neck massager on and it was ecstasy. Really? My eyes closed. I put my through I almost groaned in ecstasy from this massage. You know some of those just sort of feel like they're just sort of waving a feather up oh, and down your back. But how no, what, how was it actually these getting were in four there? Four balls that rotated around and then they reversed. And like I a footy was, trip I was on once. I was just anyway, the woman comes over and she yeah. starts to give me her spiel and I went, Janet no need. Really? I'm sold. <laughs> Hang on. So what do you mean four balls rotate around? I don't get it. I'm going to take a picture of it. There's two balls on either side of your neck. Yeah. And they and they rotate around like an, in a kneading sensation. And right. I needed it. And so do you buy the chair? 
or you no, buy you, the balls? No, so you buy the balls. So you buy the balls are in a pack, and right. then you and then when you get home, you press them against the back of a chair or something, oh, and then it right. and then the so balls you, do their work. You, you put the pack on your chair, yeah, and then just <laughs> so lean on the. Right. So, okay, so I'm fascinated from, by from it. someone who you can borrow it from someone who didn't want to go to the show. Next yes. minute, I'm walking out like Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman, <laughs> laden up with all my show purchases. I get her home, and James is like. I thought you didn't want to go to the show. I said, I'm converted. And I unpacked it and he goes, my mum and dad have one of them. Like, they're in their 70s. Oh, no. <laughs> so you've bought a massage yeah. chair adapter, yeah. essentially. Is yeah. that what it is? Yes. It's right. the best. Right. And you were using it last night? I sat down last night. And, yeah, I was... It was great. It was there was great pleasure for me last <laughs> night. Thank you to the Royal Adelaide. Well, massaging balls. Yeah, there God. you go. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. The Masked Singer returns. Have you heard the rumours about The Masked Singer? Is it true that you're the Grammy-winning global superstar? This season will definitely make headlines. The masks just get crazier every year and the contestants get bigger and better and the host, he's the best host in television and he joins us in the studio. It's Osha Kinsman. Good morning. Good morning and good morning, Adelaide. And how beautiful does the sun look coming over Mount Lofty this morning? It's a beautiful breeze coming off Gulfs and Fitzson. Now, I tell you what, haven't you just slipped straight back into SAFM mode because... Mate. This is where you were cutting your teeth in the old building on Green Hill Road. Oh, yeah. Cutting my teeth after five years of Midnight to Dawns. Uh, yes. yes. cutting my teeth while after the Brizzy? sun is out. Yeah, in Brizzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I came here. I used to ride my bicycle from my house in uh, Unley. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, ride my bicycle. Oh, straight up to Green Mate, Road. So, you've only been a few minutes away. It was awesome. Um, what was it like in Adelaide? What? You, how long were you here for? Uh, I was here for... Actually, it was only for about six months. Oh, right. Yeah. And your star was, was rising. And well, <laughs> there was a, like, I, I lived here when I first came to Australia. I lived here because mm. I'm an immigrant, but I'm white, so no one cares. <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, so we lived here for about five years, and we moved to Queensland because my dad got a job up there. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I came back when I was 24, and I, I landed, and I was like... <sighs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't know. I think on the, I think I, uh, a mate who used to work in, I work with in Brisbane, worked at Foxtel at the time. And yep. he said, Nathan Harvey's just left Channel V. You should send them a tape. Right. And I happened to have a video camera that I'd just taken with me around Europe. And yep. so I, I went to the park across the street there, uh, on Green Hill Road and I made a video. Uh, I was riding my skateboard down the beach at Brighton and driving yeah. the Kingswood around and, um, sent it into Channel V and uh, like a month later I was on a plane for the audition and... <sighs> That was it. That was it. And that all happened here in Adelaide was you were creating beautiful, that beautiful real. Adelaide. Brilliant. Beautiful Adelaide. And there was a nightclub across the street here that um, I would then stand on stage and go, Hey, you build it! Oh, like, was that heaven? Was or? Yeah, that place. Heaven. Oh my God. And there was a bloke that ran it had like three first names. Sean Craig Murphy! That's the guy! He's here! Mate, he's there! Nothing changes somewhere around here. I was just explaining. I was just explaining to the guy that drove me here, Frank. I'm like, Adelaide's this wild place in radio because there's people who are like, yeah, I could make it in a bigger market, but I'm never going to go because I don't. I like never playing for lunch, and that's Sean Craig Murphy. Unbelievable. He used to pay me with wallops of cash in a in an envelope. Right here he is. Hang on, it's a reunion. Here he is. We've, we've actually got them embracing. The headphones are off. I was just, I was just telling him, come here. I was just telling, I was just telling him about when you used to pay me gigantic envelopes of cash to stand on stage and go, who got away? <laughs> like three hours. Yeah, I think it was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fathers and mothers, sisters and brothers, and all you others. 
Awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, don't, I just stand there and yell for three hours over a Fat Man Scoop song. <laughs> it was pretty much it. It was pretty much it. Wow. And then someone would put me in a car and drive me home. God, those were the days, weren't they? Lovely to see you. Aww, You're amazing. What Brilliant. a lovely little reunion. Very busy. Smells good. Um, do you, do you know what this actually feels like? What does this feel like? I feel very Mike Munro. Oh, um, this is your life. This is your life. Who else now, bring in? who have we, we got around the corner? Bust. We've already had a doorbuster. We've already kicked the door in. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be funny if we found a girl that you met many years ago from here and we just brought her back and she actually brought it? How long ago? What year were you here? Oh, <laughs> I see where you're going. What, <laughs> what year were you here? <laughs> no, I had a girlfriend at the time. So. Oh, right. So I just fear not. I'm trying to think. What were you, 1998? <laughs> so no, 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 25. No, no, no. There's a 25-year-old boy that would like to meet you. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. G'day, son. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to see you. I'll tell you, when you actually leave, you'll walk out the door and you'll see Ange from reception, who is the same woman who was there when you were there many years ago. Yeah. And Ange is the one who one day on the way home, I was going to ride my skateboard home. And <gasps> she Ange. said, yeah, and she That's said, Ange. yeah, she said, no, 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 no I'm going to call you a cab. <laughs> wow. She's yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, is it really? She goes, yeah, really. Adelaide was a different town Absolutely. In, the, in the late 90s. Right. <laughs> All right. What we've got you in here for, though, is to talk about the mask Singer. Yes. Some crazy masks. I've just had a quick look. My favourite, bad avocado. Yeah, there is no more dis like. F name me a more disappointing moment. <laughs> name me a more. You're how far are we in Adelaide? How far are we from where avocados actually Sim grow? Oh well, the central like, market's too. Bold. But where do they grow? And they're from Bowen. Like they come from north. The carbon footprint on an avocado is gigantic. Yeah. The tree takes 20 years to fruit. And then it travels all the way here in a truck. And then you get your knife and you're like, here I go. I've got my sourdough. I'm ready to go. You pop it open and then. Oh, day ruined. <laughs> yeah. mm. Name a more disappointing moment, I dare you. So that poor person who's in a bad avocado really drew the short straw. They actually loved it. Oh, they loved the bad oh. avocado. Really good with my gender neutral pronouns on this show. <laughs> because I cannot reveal anything. Oh, it's been entertaining. We love having you back in Adelaide. Entertaining. <laughs> very entertaining. It's Adelaide's most entertaining radio, <laughs> SAFM. Uh, Tosha, Beck and Soda. Monday, tonight, 7.30, after the break, Craig Bruce takes you through the morning. The bro. Craig Bruce, Sean Craig, we need to stick you in a black thunder and get some icy cold cans of coke out. Hey, Snowy, where are you? Mate, I'm We've got the video easy movie of the week. It's a DVD. Mission Impossible 7. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Ends in from the newsroom with the headlines this morning. Good morning, guys. Well, in snake news, Robert <laughs> mm -hmm. Irwin has rescued a carpet python from a vending machine at his family zoo. Oh, just a chip <laughs> off the old block, little Bobby, eh? Isn't he? <laughs> what was the python after? Did he like the chicken or the cheese twisties? <laughs> the bit of Alan snake, perhaps. Oh, good one. That was a better yeah, line than I had. <laughs> the big questions from Morse over here. There's a lot of serious hang snake on, hang on, issues. Can I stop then? Did you just third person yourself? <laughs> did you? I just no. got myself more. Yes, did, I did. Did you third person yourself? Yeah, but in a self-deprecating way. I was With paying myself out. My Lord. <laughs> did you just third person yourself by saying, my Lord? <laughs> All right, continue. But in worrying snake news, there is a lot yep. happening in the snake world at the well, moment. A lot of sightings. Soda's confused. What's happening? <laughs> Well, it's a bit grim, um, but a man has died after rescuing his mate. So a snake was wrapped around his mate's ankle, and as he was trying to pull the snake off him and help him, he was bitten himself and passed oh, no. away. Really? That's horrible. Oh, you geez. wonder why 
Australia has a reputation as being dangerous yeah, yeah. because we kind of are. Soda thinks you should think twice right. before you step in and Bex help out. Bex had enough. Em, <laughs> what else is making news? Can you just say Em's got something to well, say? Well, uh, yes, yes. Emma uh, says that in um, footy finals <laughs> yep. are rolling on, as we know, and it is a tougher run now for Port Adelaide. Oh, okay. All right. We didn't cover ourselves in glory. On the weekend, but that's okay. No, you got absolutely no. pants by <laughs> no, Brisbane, and Brisbane had lost four of their last six finals at the Gabba. Yeah. yeah, I was I was at an event, and every person who hates Port, which there were a lot of, kept coming up and showing me the score during mm. the night. I'm like, yes, I'm watching. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, the big problem is don't start Bokey as the sub for God's yeah. sake. Stick him on the ground. You're most respected, and well, the yeah. veteran who's played mm-hmm. the most games, the ex most experienced. Stick Bokey on. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, that's a big challenge. Though. They're going to take on GWS this weekend. Uh, GWS coming to town, and they are feeling quite buoyant. That is a tough game, Rebecca. I think we've got the next game. Then I'm very nervous yeah. about prelims. Prelims are our hoodoo. <laughs> Absolutely. A prelim against Collingwood, and yeah. we're all in all sorts. Yes. Anyway, so who else is who else is playing this weekend? Okay, Jeez, you're uh, quick so, to get off that. Yeah, yes. I'll tell you one thing that was brilliant. What about the two first finals? Were ninety two thousand people? I think there was sixty eight at the third final and about thirty six at Brisbane. So it was great to see that many people. And out. all the baggers are out. The blue baggers. Yes. Oh yes, <laughs> there, there is a lot of um, Carlton all fans, Carlton and because fans. it's been so long, they just jump onto the blue bandwagon. Good on them. Very good. All right. Well, I'm nervous. You should be. Yeah. Could imagine going out in straight sets. It has been discussed, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we'll talk about it now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. no, we've got this. We've Get got your this. tickets. Can't believe I'm saying this, but to the portress. Yeah, get along. Exactly. Mm. Let's get along. Out. Absolutely. Be fantastic on Saturday Let's night. Let's get 92,000 mm. into the portress. <laughs> I know. That's not good. What, are we, what can we get? 50? 53. Well, <laughs> you get 53. They sort of play around with it a bit. But mm. yeah, you get, look, 50,000 would be fantastic. And, you know, the support would be brilliant against GWS because it will be a tough, tough challenge. So best luck to Ken and the boys. Mm. Got to be in it to win it. There you go. Thank no, you, Emma. <laughs> no, you've got to be in it to lose it. SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those. But, damn it, they're close. My head hurts. So it must be time for The Riddle Man. Okay, here is your chance to pick up a $100 Priceline voucher. You can go crazy in there, Beck. This is my riddle for you. Now, this is hand-selected for you okay. because it's really easy. You should oh, have no okay. problems. All right. I don't need your charity. It's not a charity. It's not a maths problem either. Because, you know, I don't like maths. You hate maths, don't hate you? Maths. Right, you're an English person. Here you go. Uh, we've got Amanda from Clemson on the line. Morning, Amanda. Oh, we'll get to her in a minute. Hang on. All right, Beck. I'll tell you right now. I've got my pen and paper. Here we go. Beck, you ready to go? I'm listening. Right. What has its bottom at the top? Oh. What has its bottom at the top? Mm. Beck? What has its bottom? Why are you looking so... Well, you told you me look, it was easy. You look constipated. Yeah. <laughs> What's you the said matter? Bottom. <laughs> what has its bottom at the top? Mm. Uh, okay. Right, we're going to Lilia Blackwood. Sorry. All right, Lily, you're there. Oh, I can't use these buttons. Hang on, on, let me try again. Lily from Blackwood, are you there? Hello. Sorry, Lily, I'm all thumbs this morning. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Terrific. Hey, Lily, what has its bottom at the top? I have no idea, but it's nice. What did you say? 
snake? No, I'm not sure that's where a, a snake. Guess, though. I'm not sure where a snake's bottom is, but that's not the answer. Thank you, Trisha, and I love your lateral thinking there. Amanda from Cleansive. There you are. Now I've got it sorted. Uh, Amanda, oh, Amanda, how are you going? Um, what has its bottom at the top? A leg. Correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Beck. Oh, that's so obvious. You're right. Yeah, I told you it was easy. Uh, hey, well done, Amanda. Did you, uh, did you know that one or you just worked it out? I, I cannot tell you my secret. Well, well, is it the fact that you've got your bottom at the top of your legs? It could be a secret. <laughs> could be. <laughs> Fantastic. Good on you, Amanda. Hey, we're going to send you off to Priceline, okay? Thank you. You got a hundred dollar voucher. Yeah, Beck, nice. where's your bottom? <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard a question. <laughs> it's is it the top of your legs? It, it is, and it's sensational. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. Right. So this morning, okay. if you're just joining us, you're just woken up. Mm. Beck is calling herself by the third person. She's yes. just morsing herself left, mm. right, and centre. Mm-hmm. And now she's just told us Terry Hatcher style in <laughs> real and Seinfeld mm. when she was talking about mm. her, and she said they're real and they're spectacular. You know what? If what? I don't talk myself up, nobody else will. I'm having a confidence day. Let me have it. What, what did you describe <laughs> your butt as? Spectacular. <laughs> We're doing a lot of work yeah. at Pilates on this beach. <laughs> good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a good start to the day. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. We all grew up singing the national anthem at school, but I always think under pressure I would struggle to remember the words if I had to. Particularly yeah. the second verse. Yeah, it's pretty good. Could you actually just go bang and go for it? I, I wouldn't know the second verse. Beneath our radiant southern cross, we toil with hearts and hands. Mm. Anyway, I think I've got the second verse, actually. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, Just but... saying if I get you to sing and you clearly jumped <laughs> yeah, at any yeah, opportunity, yeah. which is quite remarkable. Shy right little in. flower. Yeah. Um, but at the Brisbane Lions Port Adelaide Clash, of which we do not want to speak any further about, the poor Lilia Buttonover, who was singing the national anthem, had a little bit of a brain fade halfway through. Advanced Australia Credit though, yeah. she picked, picked it, it up. up very, very nicely. She clearly missed the start for that little she bit there. Picked it up right on strains. Just missed a bit of joyfulness. In yeah, there. But, you <laughs> know, okay. that's a good thing. I actually uh, made the kids stand up and sing the national anthem before the game oh, how in the lounge room. Take mm. their caps off and show yeah, some respect. I think it's all part and parcel. I noticed that we were watching both teams. There was only about two or three players on each team singing. you got to sing. Mm. I think you or do. Or at least mouth the words. I mean, you don't have to build them uh, out. No. Mouth the words. I think it's part. We always used to sing when we're lining up for football if it came to one of those games. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, not uncommon for there to be national anthem fails. There's been a few famous ones. Roseanne absolutely butchering the US anthem. <laughs> Surely they knew what they were getting in for when they booked her. <laughs> Imagine, Americans are very parochial. They would take massive offence to that. But in that scenario, imagine when they're sitting in the meeting, someone goes, what about Roseanne Barr? That's a good idea. Did anyone go, but can she sing? There was one closer to home. Remember this beautiful little cherub at a baseball game uh, here in Adelaide who got the hit. Australians, oh, let us rejoice. Oh, come on, little fella. I reckon that little chap is 
he going still? I reckon that little chap ended up on one of those talent shows. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that uh, they were trying to sort of push him around town a bit, the parents. Okay, you know? all right. Is that right? So to, yeah. yeah, I reckon. I'm going to give you a scenario because you do a lot of boundary riding MC work at football games. You are told that the AV, yep. the sound for the Australian anthem has failed. There will mm. be no music. Yep. Yeah. Do you, yes. <laughs> A, let the crowd sing, or B, do what this guy did? Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're having a little bit of trouble with the national anthem, so could you all perhaps join with me to sing Australia's national anthem? <laughs> it's not going to, is it? That's off. This is exciting. Australians all rejoice for we oh. are one and free. As you going with the words? Yeah. We're golden soil. It's going okay. He's done all right. He's hand on his heart. He's so proud. Yeah, well, you know what? I think that's fantastic. That's it. I would think in America someone would do that, no mm. doubt, because they go, we've got to pump up the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> would you do that? You heard me sing earlier. That's a good point. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.